Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ed Robertson, welcoming you to this week's edition of TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. This being Veterans Day weekend as this program airs. want to thank our veterans for their service to our country. Our second hour will include an encore presentation of a conversation that originally aired Veterans Day weekend 2014 with James McEachin. James McEachin, the actor, author, screenwriter, and U.S. Army veteran. Most of you know as Lieutenant Brock on the Perry Mason mysteries as well as Tenafly and many other movies and TV series. James talked to us about a screen project he's developing that is based on the true story of the discovery of a lost Purple Heart medal that belonged to James's patrol leader in the Korean War and the role that James played in helping restore that medal to his patrol officer's family. It's a heartwarming story that we will replay beginning in our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, We'll begin our first hour by welcoming back our friend Lee Goldberg. Lee Goldberg, the New York Times best-selling novelist whose many, many credits as a television writer and television producer include such shows as Diagnosis Murder, Monk, Psych, Hunter, Nero Wolf, Sliders, and Spencer for Hire. Lee Goldberg, also the author and creator of the Eve Ronan novel series, page-turning series, a murder mystery set in the otherwise sleepy community of Calabasas, California, that centers around the exploits of Detective Eve Ronan, the youngest robbery homicide detective in the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. There are four books in the Eve Ronan series, latest of which, Movie Land, takes you deep inside Malibu State Creek Park, the historic state park in the San Fernando Valley that has also served as the backdrop for many movies and TV shows. Movie Land available wherever books are sold. Lee Goldberg, welcome back to our program. Great to be here. I have always admired you for many reasons, your skill as a television producer, your skill as a novelist, but one of the things... I always think of what I think of you is your resourcefulness. I mean, er, very early in your career, you've, you've told this story many times, how you, when, when you first wrote a novel, you used a pseudonym that was similar to that, uh, the, the last name was similar to that of Robert Ludlum, so that you, your book would be placed in the same shelf that people would recognize you as they're looking for Robert Ludlin? Well, I knew that Lee Goldberg was a name nobody knew. I, was, I had never published a book before. At the time, Robert Ludlum was the best-selling author in the world. Yes. But his covers are pretty dull. They were all hammers and sickles and Doric columns and the Brandenburg Gate. And I knew that my novel was going to have a guy with a big gun and a <laughs> woman with giant breasts and explosions <laughs> and car chases, and it would be very vivid. And I knew people were heading to him on the shelf anyway. So I came up with the pseudonym Ian Ludlow. Yes. Ian for Ian Fleming, Ludlow obviously for Ludlow, so I'll be right on the shelf next to him. And so people would go, Ian Ludlow. You know, I think I read something by him once. It wasn't bad. <laughs> and, and it worked. I mean, that first book was a huge bestseller and, and launched my, my publishing and my 
screenwriting careers. And tying it to the Eve Ronan series in particular, there are a lot of private eyes based in L.A. proper, both for the screen and in novels. You knew that, and so you being the bright guy that you always been, you figured out a jurisdiction for a Los Angeles-based detective that is not L.A. proper. Oh, I mean, there have been so many cop shows and police procedural novels and private eye shows and private eye novels set in Los Angeles that every single street has been written about, every observation has been made, and, and I'm not going to be able to compare it to Raymond Chandler and Michael Connelly and Joseph Wambon and Robert Crates, but I want to do a police procedural, and I want to do it in a world that I knew, so I picked right outside my door, uh, <laughs> Calabasas, California, which is in the Lost Hills jurisdiction of Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. And what makes Lost Hills special, beyond the fact that nobody has written about it, <laughs> is that it's an island within Southern California that's bounded on all sides by other jurisdictions. And within this island of the Lost Hills jurisdiction, you have the Santa Monica Mountains, you have Calabasas, you have Hidden Hills, you have Malibu, you have rural Agura, you have all kinds of socioeconomic classes, all kinds, I mean, it's, it's a world unto itself that has celebrities, that has poor people, that has wide open wilderness. It just was such a rich area to write about, and it was all mine. <laughs> so that's what I've done. And, and hopefully I'll be able to tell many, many stories for Eve Roden in the Lost Hills jurisdiction. Um, there have been four books published. I've just started writing the fifth, which will be out in late 2023, early 2024. So, um, and, and the books have been optioned for television. So hopefully we'll see a lot more of Eve Ronan. Yes, but and in the meantime, there are four novels in the Eve Ronan series, Lost Hills, Bone Canyon, Gated Prey, and now Movie Land, all of which are available wherever books are sold um, as well, or for your Kindle or ebook reader if you, if you prefer that, although I have a hard copy signed by Lee because I happen to be, I, I happen to live close enough to Calabasas, folks, that I was able to uh, see Lee when he uh, gave a very entertaining author one-on-one -on -one interview a couple of weeks ago in which he shared some of the backstory of the Eve Ronan character. All Eve Ronan uh, novels are available wherever books are sold. And this is what I love about what you do with the Eve Ronan novel series, Lee. You do not have to read the first novel in order to enjoy Movie Land. If you start with Movie Land, which is what I've done, there are places where Lee will stop and briefly fill you in on certain key events or details that took place in the first three novels so that you know exactly what's going on. And as a reader, Lee, I find that very helpful. Those are the hardest scenes of all for me to write because I want to clue the reader in to what happened earlier so they can appreciate what's happening now, but I also don't want to be a spoiler for the previous books. So I have to be very vague about it, but just enough information that you can understand the dramatic import of, of those strands. And, and Michael Connolly does it, too. A lot of other authors do it. And it's, it's very difficult, but it's necessary. I, I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't require readers to have to read every single book you wrote to, to enjoy the newest one that you have. And that's one of my problems with television today is it's so heavily serialized yes. that you've got to make a commitment that's like a marriage to a TV show. And you can't <laughs> miss a single episode when it airs because it'll be ruined for you in social media. 
So it's just it's a nightmare. I, I, I much prefer, I don't mind a mild um, serialized strand in episodic television, but I like the notion that you can just pop in any time in the season and be at home watching these shows. And I dare say your background in episodic television, uh, which uh, you enjoyed a very long and successful career, better part of 20 years working for both network television and some cable television shows, I would imagine your background in episodic television was helpful for you in those moments where you briefly recap certain events in E. Ronan's life without giving too much away. Yes, I believe that every scene should move the plot forward and reveal character and have conflict. The problem with exposition, when you're telling people about the past, is it doesn't do any of those things. Yes, yes. So one of the things you learn in television is how to take that exposition and dramatize it, to, to make it part of a scene with conflict that reveals character and moves the story forward. And that's why it's so challenging. It has to be organic, these info dumps. Or they're just that, they're info dumps. And no one likes reading info dumps. So my books tend to have the same energetic pace of a television episode or a movie script because my books are primarily driven by dialogue and action yes. rather than internal monologues and uh, prose. I really want the writing to be invisible and for you to get caught up in the imagery of, of what's unfolding the way you would in a TV show. I know that Elmore Leonard is one of your favorite writers and to some degree one of your influences. He does much the same thing in his dialogue as does Robert B. Parker. Yes, that's true. And Gregory McDonald, there's now Confess Fletch with John Hamm out on, I guess, streaming. And those books, the Fletch books in particular, really woke me up when I was younger to what a novel could do, that a novel could be driven by dialogue and action and not be so heavily focused on prose. And it made me realize back when I was a kid that, yeah, I could do this. I could be a novelist. And then I discovered Robert B. Parker and Elmore Leonard and, and so many others. But it was really the first Fletch book that was my revelation that writing novels was something that I could achieve Someday. Lee Goldberg is on the line with us. Lee Goldberg, two-time Edgar-nominated writer, producer, and New York Times best-selling author, also the creator of the E. Ronan detective novel series and the latest E. Ronan novel, Movie Land, Eve's investigation of apparently minor crime, the theft of snack food from the break room of the Lost Virginia's Water District, quickly embroils her into a much, much bigger case, a series of unreported sniper attacks in Malibu, Creek State Park and the efforts of state officials to keep the matter quiet even after one of the shootings results in murder. Movie Land available wherever books are sold as are all four Eve Ronan novels. You can follow Lee Goldberg LeeGoldberg.com as well as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, social media. Stay with us folks. We'll be right back. One more item if you're a fan of Elton John someone who is and are looking for a gift idea this holiday season our friends at Quarto Books have just released Elton John at 75 Elton John at 75 a gorgeous collection of Elton John's life and art told through the lens of 75 key releases and accomplishments including curated selection of Elton John's expertly crafted singles written by rock critic Gilbert Gar. Elton John at 75 takes a deep dive into the moments and connections that have defined Elton John's career. The book also includes live concert and candid offstage photography and memorabilia right up to this year's epic 
Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. Elton John at 75. Elton John at 75. Available now wherever books are sold through our friends at Quarto Books and QuartoKnows.com. Going back to all of the dialogue in your novels is based on character. Character is what drives everything. Uh, this is a topic you and I have talked about before, but your friend and mentor Steve Cannell did much the same thing when he made the transition from television into novels. And it's fun to talk to you because there are a lot of parallels between Steve's career and your career. He was a lot more successful than me. But it was funny, he wrote his first novel about the same time that I did, and I was working for him at the time, mm -hmm. and he would come into my office and I would think, oh, he's here to talk about the show. I was, I was working on a series called Cobra for him, and uh, no, he wanted to read me chapters from his new book, <laughs> and so I would say, well, since you're reading me chapters of your book, let me read you a couple of mine. And, <laughs> and well, it was great. It, it bonded us beyond just, we were friends. I mean, he was my boss um, when I was at Cobra, but... We became friends, and after I left Cannell, we would see each other all the time on the book circuit. But not only that, I hired him as an actor for, I think it was four or five episodes of Diagnosis Murder, playing a pompous, over-the-hill, <laughs> action-adventure TV producer, and he just loved it. Um, he was a great guy. No matter how big he got, and he got really big, he never forgot he was a And he treated all writers with such enormous respect and kindness. Well, you're, you're being very modestly. Uh, for those who don't know, Lee has co-authored, has, has either authored or co-authored something like 72 or 75 novels. That's a lot. That's very successful. You wouldn't get the contracts to write all the novels that you have if you weren't good. Well, I also have photos of publishers, <laughs> <laughs> which gives me a slight edge. You know, hiring a good private eye is much more talent, much more important than talent. Very much so. Very, okay, uh, all four Eve Ronan novels available wherever books are sold. The latest of which is Movie Land, which, um, as we mentioned in our in our open, um, it's is set against the backdrop of Malibu. Creek State Park, very, very famous movie and film location. So even though, uh, and, and again, this is just, this is very clever. I mean, even though it's quote-unquote not set in L.A., it is very, there are a lot of allusions to the movie world in movie land. Oh, yes. I mean, the, the Malibu Creek State Park was the 20th Century Fox backlot for decades. Even Planet of the Apes was shot there, and, you know, all these other, uh, Logan's Run, and Batman, and a million science fiction and, and war movies, Dr. Doolittle. It's been so many different places, so many different alien worlds, that even if you've never been to Malibu Creek State Park, if you walk through it, you get this powerful sense of deja vu because mm -hmm. you have seen it all before as alien worlds and as Cambodia and as the future and as the past. It's, 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 it's weird. And there are ruins there from old movie sets that are much like archaeological ruins of past civilizations. Sadly, the, the big Woolsey fire we had here a couple of years ago burned a lot of that away. But it's, it's fascinating, and it impacts the lives even today of everyone around here. You, you can't escape the movie and TV business when you live in the Lost Hills jurisdiction of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department because all the celebrities live here. And they, they shoot a lot of TV shows in Malibu Creek, State Park even today. Mm -hmm. uh, Paramount Ranch, another uh, park, they also do a lot of shooting. You know, Westworld shoots out there. So Hollywood, the reality 
our reality and the fake world of Hollywood clash all the time on the streets of, of the Lost Hills jurisdiction, if that makes any sense. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. And the fun thing about reading a Lee Goldberg novel, uh, not just Movie Land, but any Lee Goldberg novel, is that because you have a rich background in television writing and television producer and you are a self-admitted TV geek, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of references to famous TV shows and famous TV characters, and in some cases, very obscure TV shows. You have a reference to Jack Warden and Jigsaw John. I thought I was the only guy who remembered that show. Yeah, well, it's the two of us. <laughs> but no, it's true. I, I have an obsession with old TV, especially obscure old TV. I wrote a book many years ago called unsold tv pilots every idea rejected by the network since the dawn of television 1955 to 1989 and i haven't lost that obsession to this day to my detriment i suppose um, television shapes us in so many ways emotionally politically um, culturally we can't escape it and and the police officers here and the way they approach crime is shaped by the way fictional detectives solve crimes and what the audience, what, the, what people's expectations are of police officers based on what they're seeing on television. It's, it's a very parasitic and strange relationship uh, between real cops and fake cops. And, the, and, 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 of course, now all of us carry cameras to allow us all to be network broadcasters yes, at any moment. So very a, much so. a real law enforcement situation can quickly become a, a piece of television in an instant. It'll be on YouTube, and suddenly it's, it's entertainment. It's a, a weird and strange world we live in, and we feel that clash in Los Angeles perhaps more than anywhere else in the world since this is a city where the industry is making dreams, dreams that we can all share. And that influences not just people in America but all over the world. Lee Goldberg on the line with us. Lee Goldberg, the creator of the Eve Ronan detective novels, latest Eve Roven novel, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee, LeeGoldberg.com. This is an example of art imitating life, because you, men you mentioned earlier in our conversation that uh, the Eve Ronan detective series is being optioned, is in development, uh, or at least is, is being optioned. I don't know whether it's in development since, since I last talked to you, but... As it happens, in the Lee Ronan detective novel series, there is a TV show based on Lee's exploits. Eve's exploits, not Lee's. I'm sorry, Eve's. Eve's exploits as the youngest homicide detective in the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. And there's a very funny scene. It takes place in a development meeting. And basically, without giving too much away, and this is something we've been, it has, it has been parodied even though it's true. The producer of the TV series that is based on Eve's career tells Eve, the network likes your story, but we want to change it anyway. And it's like, Eve understands that's part of the process, but she'd rather do without it. But she has no choice, because she knows that, it, because her exploits are in the public domain, she knows a TV show or a movie about her is going to be made with or without her. So she chooses to become involved so she can have some measure of control over her portrayal, but mostly for the money. Yes. I don't want to give everything away, but she's in, she needs the money. She's in uh, legal trouble, and she needs to hire attorneys, and she doesn't have the cash. And this TV series offers her that cash flow, but it also creates a whole bunch of 
conflicts for her because now not only does she have to live up to the media's already high expectations of her, but an idealized version of herself that will exist in fiction. And this is not the first time it's happened. As, as you mentioned, there was a, a real LAPD detective, uh, Jigsaw John, whose life was made into a TV series while he was still working for the LAPD. Yeah. And you know, Popeye Doyle in The French Connection was a real cop, and in fact, that real cop had a part in The French Connection. That's he became right. an actor, <laughs> a guy named Eddie Egan. Yeah. Portrayed fictional cops for the rest of his career. This happens frequently, and I've often been fascinated, or I am fascinated, by what it's like to be a real detective and see yourself fictionalized and then still have to continue doing your job as a cop. So, they, and, and coincidentally, you know, Eve Ronan's books get optioned by television, and um, you know, there's a the real possibility that a, a, a Eve Ronan TV series could actually exist at the same time the fictional one of my books is, is ongoing. So that could be interesting. That would be that would be very very interesting. At the time I wrote that part, that scene that you're talking about in in the book, uh, the the Eve Ronan series had been optioned by a different set of producers for a, a major network, and a pilot script had been written. And in the pilot script, they made Eve half Asian and half black. <laughs> and I have no idea. Well, I should have no idea. I have an idea why they did it. Yeah. I think they said, heard the name Ronan and said, okay, she's got to be half Japanese. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, Ronan was, is what you would call a samurai warrior. You know. But half black? Uh, you know, that, that kind of threw me. But you know what? I didn't care. You know, as long as the show was true to my books, the essence of my books, which it was, yeah. the, the pilot script. I actually liked the pilot script quite a bit, though. I was thrown by Eve being half Asian, half black, her mom being Korean. You know, it's just like, okay, well, interesting choice. I don't know what these new producers who are on board now are going to do. We just closed the deal recently, but they have a good track record. Um, I'm not allowed to disclose who they are. Understood. On, but it'll be interesting to see what the showrunner of it, uh, where he takes the show. I, I hope she's not a ghost or a talking dog by the time <laughs> In the meantime, the Eve Ronan mystery novels, by Lee Goldberg, available now wherever books are sold. Take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with Lee Goldberg when we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first time home buyer, or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.